Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. The Rise, Fall, and Rebirth of K-Rock, A Conversation with Klein and Ali. In the immortal words of Vince Colley, in a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. Being a, in a town that loves spectacles, we love our heroes and villains. Like gladiators, we love to see them succeed just as much as we like to see them crash and burn. Every once in a while, the lines get blurred and we get a happy ending. For this segment, we... <laughs> We we go back to world of radio broadcasting. Okay. We all know the story of the world famous K-Rock, or do we? It has been one of the most influential, influential voices in music business. This is true. Although, depending on whom you speak with, its origins can take you in a few different directions. Before we go back in time, we need to address what is causing us to go down memory lane. This story takes us to the beginning, then back to the future. There's no better place to put this pen to paper than sit down, chat with the current morning show, K-Rock's Klein Alley Show. Three words best encapsulated some emotions that have surrounded the station of late. Specifically, the morning show, hate, tolerant, love. When we first arrived at K-Rock Studios off of Bullshit Boulevard, I really wasn't sure what to expect. I remember the old studio in Pasadena off Los Robles and the Burbank location. It's been years since I walked through those doors when I worked there in the late 80s. It was sort of homecoming. This facility was different but felt familiar. It still felt the echoes of Jed, the fish, laugh, <laughs> Freddy Snakeskin's funny quips, Richard Blade's flashback lunch, but there was no poor man running around like a madman. Instead, I felt the energy that Kat Corbett and Nicole Alvarez, Alvarez brought us. Truth is, K-Rock has seen dark days over the past few years. In all fairness, this, is, this shadow engulfed the entire radio industry. But what happened? There, there over the last few decades, is inspiring mad, maddening upsetting yet through it all it is one of the best and most heartfelt stories i have come across in some time to know where we've we're headed we have to look back to see why klein and ali are the lighting rods they are the story began a very long time ago technically 1972 the station originally broadcast from two rooms in the hilton hotel no really <laughs> before i moved to pasadena since then, we've heard a few voices that have also been part of the legacy that is our music landscape. Shadow, 
Shadow Stevens, Rodney Benhernheimer, Richard Blade, Dusty Street, April Whitney, Fraser Smith, Jimmy Kimmel, Adam Carell, Carson Daly, Tammy Heidi, Dog the Slug, Swedish Eagle, oh man, Spacing, Scott Mason, Alvira, and yes, Kevin and Bean. These are the voices that help shape what we think of when we think of K-Rock. The behind-the-scenes names are also just as important. Rick Carroll, Andy Schwan, Louis Largen, Gene Sandblum, and Kevin Weatherly. The names go on and on, but these cats collectively <clears throat> made K-Rock an industry powerhouse. Sure, we are a lot more Sure, there are a lot more contributors. That's a different story for another day, but you get the idea. Before we get to Klein and Ali, we need to understand why longtime fans turn on this station. We don't want to believe it, but it happened. With a changing radio climate, music programming changed. That's a fact. Some liked it, while others did not. That's the thing about K-Rock. It was always a place where you could take big swings, try new things. It was something about this time around that fell short with old-school K-Rock listeners. Then when names like Ralph Garman ex ex exited the scene, it set off some alarms. Then being left, followed by what you call a dark moment for the station as the exit of Kevin Ryder was not received well by many K-Rock loyalists. That moment in time was deemed the end of the world as we know it in the world-famous K-Rock. But was it? For a short period, yes, a drop in ratings and market share was expected, but the magnitude of the exodus, exodus that, mat <laughs> that materialized was not in the forecast, nor was it expected. Not like this. Admittedly, when the programming changes, changes were happening through radio, I was not a fan. That included K-Rock. As names... We knew for decades started to leave the radio landscape. It had a chilling effect on listeners. So much so, radio created a vacuum that music streaming would take some time to mend. Before we knew it, the striker, Klein, and Ali era was upon us, as the music fates would have have it. The station had the new morning team got the new morning team got an earful from the K Rock faithful. Truthfully, I too wasn't the biggest supporters for what was going on there. However, I knew that the staff had zero to do with the programming, even less to do with the demise of Kevin and Bean. I then decided to tune in, and maybe subconsciously, I wanted to hate them, just like everyone else. But the reality is, when I heard their show, it wasn't bad. Then as other pieces came into the place, in the form of other staff members, I found myself tuning in more and more. I listened to a lot of radio, and I found myself tuning in, not because I had to. I did it because I wanted to. They made me laugh, and there, and there it was. Laughter. Finally, a reason to smile, courtesy of 106.7 FM. Kevin Klein and Ali Johnson became real people to me, and to those who gave them a chance. This duo proved to be good, solid, seasoned broadcasters who were, broadcasters who were funny. They embarked on skit and worked. Okay, some didn't, but bottom line, they were trying new things. That was that was something I liked. They were trying, and people were starting to notice. That is the tolerant portion of the journey Klein mentioned to me. One day, I was reading an industry news mag 
when I saw a report that everyone knew everyone I knew was hoping for. A familiar name would return to the station. Kevin Weatherly. We <laughs> he was renamed program director. Ironically, the next day I was at the music festival where I ran into Richard Blade. We both thought this was great news and we both thought it would if anyone could work out the issues that had plagued the station, it would be Weatherly. We were both extremely hopeful. Today, Klein and Ali are no longer getting hate mail. It's quite the opposite. They have gained the trust from listeners through their humor. Back in the lobby, I was in that OCMN editor. What? Back in the lobby, I was with OCMN editor Rachel Contreras, where we greeted the morning show producer, Vanessa Garcia, and she couldn't have been nicer. Then out came out Postmaster Johnny. That dude was friendly and made sure we were being attended to. Why is it important to mention all of this? Well, because everyone at the station was that way. They went out of their way to make sure we knew it. They appreciated the fact that we were there, something that will be covered a little later. We sat in the morning show office, and it is as if you think, and it is as you think it would look insanely cool. <laughs> After greetings, I asked the two, "What were those early days like when you started on the morning show?" I mentioned there were a lot of haters, yet you maintain a good balance, and you all, and you all come off as good friends. How did you manage to pull that off with so much noise going on? They both laughed. Klein said, it reminded me of when Tom Brady announced his retirement. I thought at the time it had to have sucked for whoever had to replace him. That guy was such a legend. When I, when I got the call about replacing the morning show, I thought to myself, okay, this is what, is, this is what it must have felt like. He, we laughed and he continued. In that space, people will try to find more reasons to hate you than to like you because you're replacing what they have grown to love. This may be as accurate an assessment of what the experience was like. Unfair as it might have been, the entire staff did not let it av- adversely impact them. They kept swimming. A shift in topic. We asked Dali where she was from originally, what drew her to radio. She answered, I'm from San Jose, and radio was really numb on my radar. I was focused on acting, comedy, and voiceover. Eventually... I relocated to LA and Klein discovered my undeniable talent. <laughs> the two worked together in San Francisco at Live 105 before coming to K Rock. Back to the early days of the morning show. Despite the fact the staff had zero to do with what happened, many listeners didn't care that they let the new morning show staff have it. That's the hate part of the story. It went on that way for some time. It was a daily thing. They got messages through emails, texts, all forms of social media DMs. And it was bad, 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 bad. It didn't help that management at the time seemed to make series of decisions that in retrospect may may not have been the most prudent course. It was so challenging. They both thought each day could be their last. It was as if they, that the saying, walking on eggshells, had come to life. I said, that must have been really shitty feeling. They both smiled and giggled. Yeah, it wasn't the best, client responded. The response from the listeners was not their only challenge in those early days. Previously, management told them they wanted their show to put to be put together. Klein and Ali both fought the suggestion on a regular basis. So much so, Klein said, I was convinced I was no longer 
be here. I was at a point where I thought to myself, if they don't bring back someone like Weatherly, I can't imagine anyone else that can write this ship. Keep in mind, this was at a time of plummeting ratings and market share. He went on to say, I grew up as a fan of K-Rock Back in the Sea. I listened to it even though I lived back there. I was a fan of Loveline, and anyone I and any way I could pick up the station, I would. I loved everything about the station, and the music was it for me. I always wanted to work here. Be careful what you ask for, right? Anyway, I found myself asking, who do I want to work for? When it was announced that Weatherly was returning, turning the page, I was happy not just for myself, but for the fans of the station and those who were fighting K-Rock for the, first, for the very first time. When asked about new segments, Ali laughed and explained, There are so many we love and so we wish we would have went better. Klein followed up, That's an unpredictability when you try new things. It can go sideways. You just never know. The best segments are often those things you didn't plan. It just happens. It's that unpredictability that makes for good radio. I asked them to tell us about their process. Is there what... Is there a format? Ali answered, well, kind of. We have a playbook that we have discussed with Weatherly, but it's more of a guide. A good radio host knows when to move away from it and go with what's in front of you and go down the path that is opening. That is opening when it works its epic client chimed in. The goal is for more hits than misses. You have earned the respect of listeners and they're coming back. What are some things that make you laugh about your fans in general? I asked. Ali said, you just never know what is going to happen or what someone will say. I love this guy who's, who has a grandma who, who makes portraits of people with raisins. That person was later crowned the weirdest relative. There's another person who has an uncle who will eat off everyone's plate with two spoons or two forks. Klein chimes in. Like Wolverine. Haha. <laughs> Casting us all to birds out laughing. Ali continue. People are so up open with us they are willing to tell us everything especially the little things about their lives you know the things that matter when asked when asked how much of the difference today's music programming has made Ali said the way we are doing things today is what people expect when you think K-Rock we've embraced the station's legacy listeners get to hear the music they all grew up with and we can play new cool stuff too People are reacting positively to the music again. We asked them about the best comment they've received from a listener since the change in programming and the support from current management. Klein spoke thoughtfully. There are a few, but this one really stands out. It really is the story of us so far. A guy wrote in and said, I can't believe I'm listening to K-Rock again. I, am, I was so mad at you guys for a while because you took away my friends. I listened to Kevin and Bean every day and I went away for a while. I hated you at first because you were different and now I am listening to two hours a day. I never did that before. That listener said, I gave you guys a shot and I am glad I did. That seems to be the consensus about us. Love, hate, tolerate, and love again. That sums, up, that sums us up at the moment. Next, next I ask. And that here and now, what do people get right about the Klein Alley show? What do they get wrong? They looked at each other, then Klein answered. There aren't a lot of places like K-Rock. There aren't a lot of PDs like Weatherly. 
This show is live, not recorded. We're listening to all that reached out. We care about them. We are playing the music people want to hear. We're willing to take the chances. We're doing a lot of things that made this place great originally. Bottom line, good content, good music are timeless. So what do people get wrong? Maybe not thinking about radio being the first choice. When someone turns on the radio today, you try to entertain. Maybe give someone something they didn't know before. And Weatherly is programming great music. We engage with listeners. We are genuinely connected with our listeners. That's right, at K-Rock today. He continued, what do they get wrong? If it sounds like we don't give an F, it's not that we don't. We just... We just had a previous boss that didn't support us, and now we do. We went through the worst part of the of a breakup that wasn't our doing, so it may be us trying to rise above it all. Ali chimed in. We hit our bottom, casting us to laugh again. Klein added, we have nowhere to go but up. After another good laugh, haha, Ali then said, that may be what you hear. It's that confidence that people don't hate us. They gave us a shot, and we are earning their respect, Raquel asked. What's the landscape like for morning shows that make you scratch your head? They both smirked, then Ali said, I'll take that one. There was this fear that podcasts were going to take over the world of radio. The problem with that was you can't give anyone real-time information and you can't take calls. Or the fact everyone knew it was recorded, that was a big problem to build a connection. That's all you were doing. Now there's a move to do live podcasts, which is radio, when you think of it. What are you going to what are you doing that is getting people excited about the morning show? I asked. Ali said, We're do we're going out to the community, we are meeting people, we go to shows, sporting events, we grab a drink with listeners, we love hanging out with our people. Turns out all the people we meet are people we would hang out with in real life. There are people and we relate to them. Klein joined in and said, I love the fact that people send us stuff like a picture of of them made out of sand and sound waves of the show, or a picture of us as the the Mona Lisa. Or when people ask Ali to sing the national anthem at at an event. This is no joke. They put their money where their mouth is. Ali was asked to sing the national anthem at a dog park and and sing the national anthem at the dog park she did. Ali went on to say, people trip out that we do the things we say we're gonna going to do. The follow-through just seems to surprise everyone. Sometimes we have ADD, but we always try to do the things we say we're going to do. Klein described a time when they got a message from a 23-year-old who was having a birthday party, invited them. He said that, she, see, she said, you don't know me, but I feel like you're my friend, so please come to my party. We plan to go to her party. We shifted in some of... We shifted to some of their on-air discussions where they share a lot about themselves. Ali said that she thinks it helps people. Not so much the big things, but the little things. That that every everyday things that people can relate to and feel they can share in the human experience. Klein ended that topic with, unfortunately, everything we say about our lives on air is real, which once again causes us all to laugh. Raquel asked, Ali, as a woman, do you find it hard to work in the industry? Are you always treated as equals? Klein jumped in. I'll take this one, which made us laugh. Ali said, I think the stereotypes I fight against is the female is the laughing box to support the male host. I'm there to support him 
and just say funny lines and laugh at all jokes and that I don't have much creative input as far as content goes, it's a box that too many women get put in. I work hard to not be that stereotype. We work together to make sure that that's not their narrative. The bottom line for this morning's show is that it's truly a team effort and we work together. We get our voices and ideas heard. That's what makes us gel. Both Ali and Klein were like proud parents when asked what trends makes them smile. Both chimed in on the growth of their podcast. The numbers they've reached, they're getting. The show has come a long way from those early days. When asked what the future looks like for them, they both had a look of calmness. Klein said, we've been through a lot. We believe in what we're doing. We never take anything for granted. And we are so appreciative to the people who stuck by us, the people who gave us a shot and continue to listen, and you listeners that allow us to be part of their lives, allow us help create new memories of their experience listening to K-Rock. With that, we thank them for their time. They both expressed how much they appreciated us coming down to chat with them. I could tell they were genuine. I got the feeling from everyone at the station. They really do care about their listeners and put in on the best show they can. In the end, radio has evolved just like everything else in life. Some things we like, some we didn't. In Southern California, life is a good when we have places like K-Rock that are doing what is what it has always done best, entertain us and playing great music. For Klein and Ali, I truly I truly hope they will be around for a while. There are definitely what's right about radio today. As for Kevin Weatherly, we need more program directors like him at the helm. Swinging back to <laughs> Swinging back to Vin, yes, that improbable took place. And what was thought to be the impossible, well, the Klein Alley show took that probable pulled by the horns and they were living proof that there is always an exception to any rule.